Welcome into the Unsportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. I'm your host, Cullen Loxton. we got a great show on tap for you guys today. We're going to talk some Red Wings, uh, some Tigers baseball. One week into the season, we're going to get the guys' thoughts so far. we got uh, some inter- some exciting college basketball local news breaking in the last few days. And then, obviously, the uh, Red Wings and Pistons playing their final games in their respective buildings. Moving to Little Caesars Arena next year, we're going to get the guys' thoughts on that as well. How they how they viewed the uh, kind of the debacle that was their seasons this oh, year. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna, so we're gonna dive in. You guys ready? Yes, <laughs> yes, we Andy are. Andy McDonald to my right. Dylan gets to my left. Alex Hansen behind the computer in front of me. Like we're ready to go. It's one of the it's uh, guys. Three weeks left in the semester. It's crying. Down. It's uh, time. It is. It is. It's it's, it's kind of kind of sad. Gonna miss the podcast. Not gonna miss the class. Yeah. Not yes. Miss the class. That's, that's yes. the only. Honestly, I'm gonna miss doing this every week. Yeah. Exactly. It was, it's exactly. fun. <laughs> but you guys will both be back in the fall, right? We will. So you guys will be we leaving will. then. But yeah. now we gotta play our sad hey. song again. For yeah. That's gonna be yeah. nice. At the end of the year. I remember oh, how yeah. sad it was at the end of last school year. Even though I knew I was gonna be back in the fall, I didn't want to take you know the two months off from summer. I was like, what am I gonna do without the podcast? And now I'm gonna be done forever. So. Let's finish, up strong. Hey, Let's finish we, up strong. Hey, we'll call you in. We'll call you in, Colin. You better. You better. <laughs> oh, any, any episode, I will taste. literally take it off from work or anything. Oh, you better. Be a, <laughs> you better just, sure. like, take the take the phone call, like, in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure Von Lozon's still trying to find his $10 out there somewhere from when we called him in. I think he wants to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't, yeah. Think, they, I don't think they're going to let that happen. He's out. looking like for a freelance contract or something. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, my God. All right, guys. We're going to dive on in. So, Tigers, one weekend of the season. There was a lot of questions. Obviously, the biggest one was the bullpen. Mm-hmm. And so far, through nine games, what has been the uh, Achilles heel of this team? The bullpen. The bullpen. No six yep. and three. Still tied for first in the Central. Off to actually a really good start. They it was are. six and two before today. Mm-hmm. Today, obviously, another meltdown, thanks to this time to uh, Mr. Anibal Sanchez. Yeah. It's... Him and Rondon just been uh, the MVP so far. What did you guys say? Maybe the, two the games, LVP. But I least it, valuable. I, I think it goes beyond that. I, I, don't, I just don't think he should have been in the game. To be completely honest, I mean, they have other people in that bullpen that could pitch. That That's the biggest thing to me is, like, why Rondon? Why? Expect, okay, why Rondon may be more understandable, but Sanchez, like, this guy is just past his prime. Like, he's just done. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I know the Tigers are paying him money, and they're not happy about that, but he sucks. So, like, why mm-hmm. keep playing him? I, exactly. I just don't understand it. Yep. Uh, I mean, no one wants him. No one wanted to pick him up for any kind of thing they could. Then why Why are we trying it? Obviously, exactly. these guys are big league hitters. They know how to hit someone that can't, you know, produce. So, yeah, you put it just just how it looks so far this season is that they're they're off to a great start. I would say. I mean, I kind of didn't expect them to take three games from from Boston. At not least, at all. Not at all. But uh, um, they're off to a pretty good start, I would say. But that is their Achilles heel. You know, their bullpen. There's so many different questions and then today it yeah. it, it definitely shined how uh, how many problems they do have in their bullpen so we're hoping the youngster can come in what's his last Jimenez. Joel, Joel yeah, Jimenez, Jimenez. Yes. dude he, he yes. pitched good today 1 2 3 ninth inning one, and that, two, that's going to be a key piece for them as they yeah. move through the season here that is for sure i think he's really going to step up and should be good he yeah, has I, to. Hope, I hope he gets a lot more nobody of like nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's it's like I mean Justin Wilson's looked pretty good so far to start this year. I still haven't given up on Shane Green. Yeah, I still think he could be a decent pitcher at the back end. Oh, yeah. He showed a lot of potential last year, but he's still kind of learning that spot. Mm-hmm. And then Alex Wilson's been pretty consistent for them for the past three years. So he's a good pitcher yeah. as well. And then K Rod, obviously K Rod's still going to be there. He he's been like you know up and down. I still don't like trust him completely until he starts showing more consistency. But he is a veteran. He's a guy that can throw too. But that's the thing to me. I, I think if the Tigers can, you know, keep themselves afloat towards that trade deadline, they're actually in this race for first place still, which I think they're going to be with the way they're playing right now because 
you got I saw a stat coming into today where Miguel before he hit the home run today was like three for thirty something. Upton was like like four for thirty something, and Victor was only like nine for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still they're, look what their record is right now. Despite those guys are those big three yeah. hitters. I mean that and you know. that, that's impressive to me. I mean you're talking about JD Martinez isn't even back yet. Yeah, right. without him too. Those probably right. the best guys. That's a really good sign that their it's, records like it is right now. It's a lot of underrated guys stepping up. James yeah, McCann has been McCann. outstanding. Oh, yeah. See, I'm, sure. I'm saying it's four home runs already this year. I think. Yeah. like mm-hmm. dude, the dude's been balling. Yeah, I'm hoping. Remember last year he was the guy that was holding them down at the end of the year because he was so bad. He had like 189 or something. And that's just how baseball works. Like you'll you'll start off with a huge slump or you. End really strong. Yeah. Luckily, we got uh, guys like Cammy stepping up. Yeah. Um, Iglesias had a couple big, big games for the most part. Yeah, though. He he's bad. Today, even yeah, even today. Romine, who hit the grand Romine, slam. Romine oh, and Romine Tyler Collins been yeah. have been yeah, fantastic. He, yeah. Specifically, Romine. Yeah, I was at the player. game yesterday. Their offense did absolutely nothing the entire yeah. game. Had no runs in the fourth inning, though. They got the one run. He comes up two outs, grand slam. Grand slam. Changed the whole game. And they, they, yeah. That was the only inning they scored runs in, and they won because it was grand slam. Five runs mm-hmm. And he immediately got tested enough. for uh, steroids after the game. Yeah. A random yeah. Yeah. drug screening. Huh, random. interesting. But okay. see, league. Oh interesting strategy there. I see what you did. You see that everywhere in sports, though, I swear. Every time LeBron will go off here. Don't forget about Jacoby Jones because he's hitting the ball pretty well right now, too, honestly. Like, he's hitting really good for, like, not having as much experience. I like him so far. And yeah, Tyler he's playing Roy. really well. Defense. Ian Kinsler is actually doing really well too. Oh, he's yeah, gotten a, he's got a lot of hits, yeah. and oh, he's Ian playing good Ken- defense. Kinsler, as oh, Jim yeah. Price would call him every day, and every like, day, he, he yeah. Can, he, yeah, he's just a great player. Yeah, you I can mean, rely on him for sure. And Castellanos has been, he, he's has been really been good hitting, so far he's still too. Been good to start he's the probably year. he's one of your leaders this year, especially yeah. with uh, JD out right now. He's really taking that next step in his development. I like his maturity too. He wants to be called Nicholas now. Yeah, he he wears like the hoodie all the time. He always and he has like an attitude about him too. He does. Or well, almost hit him the other game and after oh, and after he stared out for like a minute straight. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. got like a attitude. swag and like an attitude right. right now. I love that. He's, he's finally not the little the youngster anymore. He's becoming a veteran. No for sure. Right. It's good to see out of him and I and JD's timetable by the way, I've I've been seeing a lot of stuff about that progressing quickly. So that's like really good to see. Yeah he's finally he, batting now. He could be back right. and like stuff soon. You wanna know what the absolute worst thing I saw on MLB.com was? What? I don't know if you guys read any of these articles what? but I saw one on Anthony Ghost, who used to play center field for them, oh. switching to pitching. What? Yes. And Anthony Ghost is becoming a pitcher. That's serious about this. Is like he in legit, AAA right now? He's facing live hitting in Lakeland starting this week, like like as of yesterday. And he throws a 95-mile-an-hour fastball, apparently, and, he, and he's been what? using this curveball. Dude, I'm dead Where did the 95 miles? He's always Where did that come from? He must have pitched thing. like a long time ago or something. He did. Back when he was in like college, he pitched wow. and played in the outfield, and he like decided to play outfield. And I read the article like further, obviously. And he said that like he would regret if he, because like apparently Osman said it was a tough decision for him to make because he didn't know if he wanted to like give up center field. But if center field didn't work out for him in like five years and then he never tried pitching, he'd be hmm. kicking himself. Yeah. Apparently he like got recruited as both, like coming out of. Huh. So he's trying to yeah. switch back over to it and do it again. I don't think he's gonna be good. I think he's, no way. I mean, obviously, he's probably yeah. not gonna be anything. But I just thought it was like an absolute. I thought it was That's a joke. Funny, I read yeah. it as yeah. a joke. So, I, right. I, it <laughs> took me three that. times to read the lead over before I actually like understood like, wow, that he was you know, actually can't be worse than Rondon and Sanchez. So, oh hey, my god. Hey, maybe not. <laughs> he's never gonna play in our outfield again. So might as well try something. But that's seriously the thing. The Tigers, if they can stay decent until that deadline, they gotta just go out and get I think one more like big piece at the back end of that bullpen. If they go out mm-hmm. seriously, yeah, yeah, I totally if they agree. go and try to buy something like that, because they, they still have guys in this bench like, um, God, what's his name? Machado. It's never going to play for them. As long as they keep Iglesias around, dude's never going to get playing time. Exactly. He hasn't really been able to hit him, but people still want him because of how good his defense is. Like, 
trade him and someone else mm-hmm. in the minors for a big bullpen piece if you guys are competing at that time. Right. And, the bullpen and, has cost you arguably all three the, uh, all, every, all three games you lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every Sanchez, game was, it was from Rondon, yeah. and Sanchez. And yeah. you almost lost opening day to Boston because of Rondon, too. Exactly. exactly. So it was almost yeah. your fourth yeah. loss, yeah. all because of the bullpen. Your starting pitching has been almost has been oh great gosh. almost oh, every game. Zerman stumbled like, today. but A little bit, that, but still only allowed one five runs. The Boyd bad game, but the way Boyd just pitched the other day, almost a no-hitter through like six innings. Exactly. So that's why your starting pitching has been fantastic. Yeah, I said that the first sure. one. I said that what, how young they are. They're gonna be good. Like they, yeah, they, yeah. they're those, all playing well. Those they're guys, all healthy. those five guys in that rotation, I'm not worried about at all. That, that's gonna be the strength no. of their team all year. Yeah, yeah. starting yeah. pitching, especially with question. Miggy and Vmar kind of digressing. Yeah, year by exactly. Year. You gotta lean on that pitching, yeah. but the starting pitching is meaningless if your bullpen's gonna come in and screw it up every night. Yeah, exactly. so Alavila, do something. Like are you gonna keep subjecting yeah. the fans to this nonsense? It's yeah, garbage. Exactly. Call Go him get us a damn arm. Let's find his number. He needs to do his job. Oh, exactly. Dave Dombrowski yeah. would not would not take this. Exactly. Even though his bullpens kind of sucked too. At least he tried to get value with well, yeah. arms. Look it's not they, his fault. Joe Nathan and Joaquin Story never worked out. Look where they're at right now. If if Dombrowski didn't make the moves, that I mean, there's a lot of speculation to why he actually got fired and got sent away and everything. And some people think that you know it's because Illich at the time wasn't happy that he didn't want to go spend money and he started selling players. Mm-hmm. And and I I don't know if that's true. I don't I don't know what's actually true and what isn't. But what he sold. Look what the, look what they're at right now. Jimenez is looking to be a big piece in the back of their bullpen. He got Matt Boyd and Daniel Norris both out of that that trade mm-hmm. that he made that year. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about that. That's three of their three of their biggest pieces yeah, right now. I right. mean, it, right now if you if you give me Boyd and Norris, there's not like unless you're like <coughs> you know one of the like stud rotations in the MLB. If you're talking about a team like the Tigers, you're not going to get much better from four and five than those guys. And right. they're only like Heck in, no. in, their, in yeah. their second year of Well, like, the Tigers never really had like a great fifth starter. So no, exactly. they have that now, a really good one. It, that's 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 impressive. They're yeah, looking, that's they're, nice. they're looking so good in that, that aspect. And their lineup, like I said, bottom's hitting and the top isn't even there yet. So where they're at right now without J.D. Martinez is good there. It's all, it's all the bullpen. Mm, and yeah. that's what I wanted to bring up is that it's not even like so much because when they pitch the players the right times like they're supposed to, like when they put in Justin Wilson to close down games, pitch him for two innings the other day, he got out of one inning with like two strikeouts. Awesomeness put him back in the next inning because he was pitching good. He did good. When he plays it by the numbers and he takes out Wilson a couple days ago because he gets a yep. strikeout and he puts in Ron Doan, he gives up runs. It's because they're just not good. Like I don't think he like he plays the game by the numbers too much. I yeah. think as a manager, and that's just me personally. That's that's always his problem. Like I don't think he has like. The heart to like tell these guys that they just they're bad. Yeah, they're just not. He just doesn't have like that kind of personality, yeah. and I think that's a lot of the reason why they're losing games right now mm-hmm. is because of him. I think he's putting in the wrong pitchers at the wrong time. There's two guys on base today. They're down by a run, and he puts yeah. in Sanchez. Like, dude, I know it's only the fifth inning, but like Shane Green could probably toss a couple innings. I I know that like Blaine Hardy's out there, and he's barely got any time this year to even try pitching. Yeah. Yet. Do something different. Like, don't put in a guy that sucked already once this year. Right. And, and like, it's just... In like, that situation, too. I, yeah, it's like, he... I know you have to test pitchers at certain times. Right. But I feel like he just gives away games. And I feel like he's done that for so long. That The the show exactly. that... I know you don't like it, and, like, Vaughn didn't like it either. It was uh, 96.1 back by my house. Um, Jim Costa, who graduated from here, yeah, he's, he's kind of, you know, questionable at times. Um, but <laughs> you're not a big fan, or anything. I, he's all right. But um, back, back when I used to listen to his show with all the guys back there, they did this thing at the beginning of the summer. They started counting loss misses, 
like yeah. calling it that. Yeah, because like, like, he sucked because he was like losing games for him. <laughs> but at the end <laughs> of the year, they counted like 17 games. Tigers missed the game wow. by, uh, by a playoff and you, already, last year. and you already have two right now. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm that's saying. Yeah, he's he's a shit manager. He He's holds shit. them back. I don't care if I'm swearing right now. He's no. shit. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's the truth, dude. It is, it is what it is. I got three weeks left. I don't even care anymore. I'm just I'm saying how I feel from now on. Fire me. Let him have it. Fire me. Let him have it. Seriously. No, you're dead on. You're dead on. No manager costs teams more games than Brad Austin. Seriously. We could do a better job. Even I know you don't put you you don't put Rondon out like that. Dude, you don't keep not... him in after he allows a leadoff hit. You don't put Sanchez in after he already bombed his first outing. Mm-hmm. Even uh. we could tell that stuff. Just because you're paying a guy a lot of money doesn't mean you need to play him. Or just because other guys are on short rest doesn't mean you have to necessarily sit them some more. He limits the I, team. I, he does. I feel like he just yeah. goes to these guys because he feels he has no other option. There's always options. Never pick a guy just because other guys can't go. Exactly. You pick a guy because you think he's the best guy to get it done that day. Yeah. But if there's any doubt, which there has to be doubt, he's not that dumb. Yeah. Don't play him. Both it's, of them shouldn't have been on the roster to start this year. Should have been like Pelfrey and um, who's the other guy? Um, uh, the other old dude in the bullpen that both were horrible last year. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. All those <laughs> guys need to go. Just start getting younger in the bullpen. Start getting some quality guys out there. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's that, that's it's their the problem. Thing. The bullpen has been this franchise's Achilles heels for what ten years now. Yeah, yeah, it's, that's what can, it seems. Oh like six, oh yeah. six was the last time that they had like a just shut down bullpen. And, and of course, it went to the World Series. Yeah, in 2012 they had a decent one too, but they had like decent towards the end. What's his name started to suck. Uh, you know, Valverde. So they end up yeah, having yeah, like yeah. Phil Cole close games out in that playoffs. They somehow still made it to the World Series, but yeah. um, they they had a good bullpen that year too. They've had like shades of it, but they've never and like. And I give um, the Tigers credit a season ago because they didn't. They went out and they made good moves. Like they got Joe Nathan, who was a guy that was good. He just ended up yeah. sucking for the Tigers. He was great before was he came to the Tigers. Like, it's almost like there's a curse over this team. Like anyone good who even comes here. Just yeah, and, and Justin back. Wilson last Joaquin season. Joaquin Soria was the same way. Joaquin Soria was like oh, before yeah. he came to the Tigers, even that season. He had, like, the lowest ERA of any closer in the league. And he wasn't terrible mm-hmm. for the Tigers. And then he, he came, was, he yeah, right. but he, was, he like, still wasn't yeah. really what he was. Wasn't, wasn't he wasn't, same, he wasn't worth the money. I was glad they got rid of him. Like, he, he ended up going to where'd he go? Was it the Angels or was the – I forgot I'm where it was. Sure. But, but he, he ended up not doing very good there either. So you're right mm-hmm. there, Colin. But I I just think, like, looking at it all together, it's like they've had chances. like, And they did a good job trying to get people last year. It just didn't work out for them. This year it's more just like you have guys that are pitching good right now. Use them. Like – you can't I, I get so sick of the this guy's off limits for this day. Like Yeah, come on. I'm not trying to be the the old man that goes back and says that, you know, people like back in the day could pitch for so long. Mm-hmm. But when these guys I know that like arm speed's different now, pitches are different, more curveballs, everything else is thrown in there because of talent levels. But like Exactly. These guys yeah. can pitch more than what they get out of them sometimes, I think. And it just makes me so Yeah, mad. even back in the day when we didn't have all these different, you know, medical advancements that we do now, they could, yeah. you know, pitch however many they wanted, it seemed like, and nothing was wrong with that. And now they just now they have certain off days where they're not allowed to pitch, not even allowed to pick up a ball for all day and they have the ice shoulder on. I get that it ruins like pitching. But the only one okay, so let's go back to 06. Let's think about that. They had a bullpen that was five guys. They had Jason Grilly and Will Desma. I don't know if you guys remember those two, but they were like the ones that came out in the sixth and the seventh inning. Then they had Joel Zamaya, Fernando Rodney, and Todd Jones, okay? Todd Jones at the end of his career, so he basically he basically like retired like after that season. Everybody complains right. about him, but really he's probably one of the best closers in Tigers good. like history. Like yeah, he was good. He was good. And then you got Fernando Rodney, who went on to pitch other places for a couple of years, good, and now he's like starting to suck like towards the end of his career here. Joel Zamaya was like the only one. Will Desma pitched for other teams, and so did Jason Grilly. still yeah. pitching right now, still doing good in bullpens. Mm-hmm. 
the only one that ended up being bad out of that whole thing was Zamaya because he yeah, his Zamaya messed up his arm actually yeah, playing guitar hero, some weird thing and never yeah. recovered from it. I heard But also that. he threw too dang hard. Exactly. And, just, and it, was it, it, it was his own fault that that happened. So like it's not even like because of pitching. He did other things. One was guitar hero, one was like lifting stuff, like helping his mom or something move. Yeah. Dumbest reasons to get hurt, but he got hurt. Yeah. So my point to this whole thing is these guys that Osmus thinks need a day off, like every every like every or two outings, mm-hmm. that is ridiculous to it me, is. dude. It really is. He has people that are pitching good, and he just doesn't pitch them. So while everybody complains about the bullpen and says that it just sucks, I think it's more it's it is somewhat that because he doesn't have a lot of talent to work with back there. But he has some good pitchers, and he doesn't use them enough. That that's my. Well, he keeps going to like Kyle thing. Ryan every game. Kyle Ryan and Ron yeah. Dome are like his two guys to start the year. I'm like, why? Kyle Ryan's mm-hmm. decent, but Ron yeah, Dome should never. I was going to say, Kyle Ryan's pretty good, actually. But for him All to right. think Ron Dome was going to come back and be the shutdown guy, it's just he's had problems his entire career. Yeah, exactly. Whether it was confidence yeah. or it was yeah. injuries, yeah. it was something. You just got to move on from a guy eventually because closer, it's all about confidence. Yeah. And, and you need younger guys that are come up, they're going to be trained right by your coaches, and they're going to execute. Mm-hmm. If you're not giving us results, then there's no reason for you to play, no matter how much money you're making. Yep. That's, just, yeah. that's what it comes down to. And exactly. if, if that's the biggest problem in your team, you should be using all of your resources to fix it. Yeah, because you this team it can compete at the top. They just took three out of four from Boston, one of the World Series favorites. Yeah, mm-hmm. so don't tell me they can't make it to playoffs and compete because they can. And sure. you have to now before Miggy and Vmart are, are gone in two to three years. Oh, yeah. and, Ver, and Verlander as well. I see it on this team right now. You're exactly right. They, they can compete. In the their playoffs. window is like, closing. I know. Yeah, it's 10 yeah, games of the yeah. Year. You still have JD and uh, Castellanos going forward, but those are, those guys those aren't like the centerpieces to yeah, win a championship. No, not, exactly. yeah. Verlander, you need to do it again while he's still great. And he's exactly. back to being great again. My last couple of years was bad. Yeah. He came mm-hmm. back last year. Same old. That one back, season, he was atrocious. Atrocious. Like he just, he just but dude, now he's back to old Verlander again. Like, You're not going to get this like, forever. Pitchers don't last forever. He said it last year. He he called everybody out and like I, I give before the credit. season started. He said he's I, like I'm, I he doubted him. No, he had like one bad game. His first bad game. He's like he's like this is my first one. Just watch guys. And then after that, like his next ten, I'm pretty sure he didn't have a loss. No. He just starts. killed it. He just killed he it. Should have won the side young. He got screwed. I give him, yeah. Oh, exactly. He had a great season last year. But I I give him so much credit, like because of that. Like I I doubted him. I I thought he had absolutely nothing left in him. And when he tweeted that, I was like, okay, yeah, like that's just you know Justin Verlander's like ego and attitude. That's the way that right. he is. But he really just came out and like just completely turned his career around. Because that that was the whole thing for me, is he could never learn how to pitch like without his 99 mile an hour fastball yeah. to strike people out. When yep. he actually had to learn how to pitch, it took him maturing and everything, and he's done it. I mean, he's he can now he's as good as ever. Yeah, exactly. He's great. I mean, he still can get. I mean, it's still like you missed the the Verlander that went nine innings like on a regular basis and yeah. like struck mm-hmm. people out. It was yeah. different, but he still can do. I mean, he almost threw, he's almost thrown a no hitter like the past two years, like a couple of times. Well, in his so. first two starts this year has been phenomenal. What is he allowed two runs and seventeen innings? That's, yeah, he's been that's, great that's so fantastic. Like he had that matchup with Chris Sale again, and he won that he won. matchup. He's back to being your run. ace. He's yeah. back to being your ace again. It's no doubt he's your best. No doubt he could be an ace in like almost any team. In this in this uh, the league, but yeah. it's just mm-hmm. I mean it's just the the way it is. But all right, guys. So nine games in, six and three. D- has your opinion on this team changed at all? Is it maybe more positive given the bullpen struggles and the way your top hitters have struggled and the fact you're still six and three? Are you more optimistic now than uh, than you were at the beginning of the season? I, I think I'm a bit more optimistic because I I thought they would be chasing Cleveland a lot, and at the moment, even though we're only what like a week in, yeah, Cleveland's chasing them. But yeah, I think they're definitely gonna have to do something about their bullpen. Of course, what we talked about, but uh, the fact that three of their biggest hitters haven't even really gotten going too much this year gives gives me a little bit more confidence. That you know, maybe down the road they're going to be even putting up more runs. Hopefully, they can do something about their bullpen. So starting pitching is not going to be a problem, as Andy already talked about. So 
it's looking good right now. It's looking good. And I agree with you on that. We're going to find out this weekend because they start playing against the Indians this weekend. They have three games set. Mm-hmm. So and that's and it's, at Cleveland, Cleveland right? Cleveland. Yeah. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens oh, yeah. this, this weekend. Remember Cleveland dominated this last year. Yeah, like, it, was it 15 and 3 or something? It's, it's going to be tough because I mean, it, it is the younger guys that are pitching against them for the most part. I think Verlander might get the cap on Sunday. But um, they, they we'll see how they do there. It's going to be big because that's the team they need to beat. Because like mm-hmm. I said yeah. before, yeah. I, think, I, I think I said it in the first one, Last year, if you take the Cleveland out of their schedule, they lost to about 15 or 16 times. I forget the exact number. They won only four games against them. If you take that out, the the Tigers like had one of the best records in baseball. If you would have taken yeah, that, yeah, it was Cleveland. Out it of was just schedule, Cleveland that dominated them. That's, that's, that's what it was. That's they, what ruined they were good them against every other team. They, they could beat anybody yeah. else, but they couldn't beat. They could not beat Cleveland exactly. for whatever reason it was. So exactly. If they're going to compete for a division this year, you're going to have to beat them straight up. Exactly. But going back to your point, six and three to start. Um, yeah, my outlook is definitely more positive because coming the year, I was a team that thought they would maybe make a wild card spot. If they can get these guys back and actually get the front end of their uh, lineup working, I think that they're going to be a, a really good team that can compete for a lot more mm-hmm. than just. It seems to be whenever it comes to the Tigers in the past, like all my years of being a fan of them, when you don't expect them to do anything, that's when they do. Like every single time. It's like they come into the season not predicted to be that good and then they end up like making a run somewhere right, that's right. like that's that's when they do it so we'll exactly. see if this is that kind of year but yeah for sure i have a positive spin on exactly. it right now i'm right. with you guys too I, i'm very um very positive on this team right now i think the fact that your bullpen has been terrible and cost you three games but you're still you still are um winning 75 percent of your games that's a huge positive going forward your starting pitching has been better than even i think we expected it to be it's mm-hmm. been fantastic and the bottom end of your um your lineup which has been another Achilles heel of this team, has been carrying the team so far. It's been those underrated guys like Collins, Romine, especially James McCann, the guys that have been carrying the lineup so far. Because you know eventually Miggy and Vimar, they're going to pick it up. Yeah, yeah they're going to Upton, we're not so sure on him yet. But Miggy and yeah. Vimar, we've seen this time and time again. You know what you're going to get at them in the end of the year. Yeah. Probably close to 100 RBIs for both of them. Yeah, exactly. So they're yeah. going to pick it up. They're going to have huge games. They're just a little slow right now. Yeah. So the fact that you're still um, tied for first in the division despite all that going against you, extreme positive, I think. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, right. Yeah, I don't doubt it. I mean, this, this team has potential. That's for sure. Right. All right, guys, we're going to go to commercial break right quick, and then we get back, talk some uh, Michigan Michigan State hoops. This is Unsportsmanlike Conduct. No one likes to be known as a one-trick pony, and neither do we. That's why we like to say we know how to save you money on things like ink cartridges, computer repairs, software installation, and virus and malware removal. Still not impressed? If you can't make it to our store, we even offer delivery for our ink cartridges. Because at O-Ink, we cut the fat off of ink prices and much more. Hey guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus. And we are back on the Unsportsmanlike Conduct podcast brought to you by Central Michigan Life, your daily source for news here at Central Michigan University. Got Andy McDonald, Dylan Getz, I'm Colin Lawson. Well, we just got done talking Tigers so far. Good start to the season. We're going to shift our topic towards Michigan and Michigan State hoops. 
Michigan State star Miles Bridges pretty much announcing that he's coming back. I think uh, actually today at six he has his official announcement. Yeah. But what he said mm-hmm. is like this is a message for the fans. So obviously yeah. he's telling yeah, you he, he's coming he, back. That tweet so, that he sent out said yeah, something yeah, and he like this, this is for agents. us. Like, he, said, yeah. he said it's not about me. It's for us. Yeah. 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 So you don't say that unless you're coming back. He's yeah, coming back. You don't and say that. And then if he did, I would cry. That would be the he'd be the ultimate job, which he's not doing. He's not doing. So he's coming back. He canceled his meeting with his agent yesterday or whatever. So yeah, yeah. Mich- Miles Bridges coming back. How big is that for Michigan State? That is huge. huge. They just became one of the best teams in the country next year. I mean, they're probably going to be a top five team. I would say. Yeah. I mean, oh, no, with all the guys that come. Yeah. I saw a thing. Uh, you know, Quinn put out there. It was. It was. Uh, he was going to go from someone had him at number nine in the country, and now they're number like three. Number, yeah. Number three or yeah. four because Bridges. No, he's worth that, that jump though. Like oh, Bridges yeah, sure. is easily top ten NBA talent, and he's come back for another year. Like it's probably your favorite for Big Ten Player of the Year next year. Yeah. 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 Oh, question. Oh, it, yeah. That's like that's. I mean, I'd be surprised if he doesn't want it. You know. That's at least what I wanted to hear from you guys. I don't know if you had this question planned, but it was just like, do you think this is like smart or is it not? Okay. Like, I've been going back uh, yeah, and forth yeah. on it all day. I think, okay, barring any injury or just a terrible, like awful, like letdown of a yeah, year, yeah. Then this this might have been like the best decision he makes. Because the draft this year is one of the most stacked drafts in recent years. That's gonna be my big argument. Like, like honestly, if he has a good year and he progresses well and everything, he could be okay. That one guy from Missouri who just transferred, he's gonna be what one or two top. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, Michael Porter Jr. And then uh, the the guy, the like six eight, like Slovenian point guard from like Real Madrid. He's gonna he's coming into the draft next year. Okay, but he's he's gonna be. So Miles Bridges might find himself at like a three spot, maybe, maybe like maybe he'll definitely he, be he'll definitely be top eight. Yeah, he he's gonna be he's gonna be top eight for sure, and people have him now going you know like ten through fifteen around yeah, there. Yeah. So this could definitely help him out. He's gonna make a lot more money now because he's gonna sign earlier, or he's gonna yeah. get, get drafted higher, barring any injury or yeah, bad yeah. season, of course, but. Uh, this is good for him. He definitely has a chance of winning a national championship too, which is always yeah, good for the. Yeah, uh, think about Michigan State's gonna be really good. Oh next yeah, year, they're gonna so be. Yeah. And you know he, you know he wants a title. I, he wants oh, to make yeah. a final four. I think it's yeah, final four a bust if you ask me. Honestly, oh, for sure is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it for sure like, is. With how yeah. good they are supposed to be next year with the talent they have. Um, if you ask me, it goes both ways. I think personally, like, I think there was a lot of guaranteed money in front of him. Mm-hmm. And that and that's what I think. I want to know. I mean, he, he looked at it. There could there could be even more though. You know it, it, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. If he stays and healthy. I, and I know more, he could right. come back and make it and like whatever. But like you said, that injuries happen. Like you know. Exactly. In yeah. That's and why that, I had to say barring. And, yeah. yeah like, and that's like where it comes into me. Where you know, and we're gonna get into this more with the whole Wilson and Wagner thing. But it's like you got guys there at twenty one and like thirty one, like projected right yeah. now with those two. They need to come back because, like, you could end up being, like, what's his name that left State a year ago? I don't know why I keep forgetting his name. I keep Deontay Davis. Yeah, Deontay, Deontay Davis. Davis. Yeah. He left, and look where he's at now because he was projected yeah. higher, and he's not there. He didn't get drafted there. <coughs> so, like, yep. but Bridges, he was going to go high, like, regardless. He was going to mm-hmm. get he was gonna get guaranteed money. Like, he wasn't going to drop. He's he was a lottery Bridges. pick for sure. There's yeah. No yeah. Doubt so, like, that's where it's, like, to me, like, I don't know what in his mind, like, made him want to come back. 
personally as a player, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that, I mean it's got to be that could be it. Yeah. it. If he really loves Michigan State, I mean, Jesus, they went twenty and fifteen. I the guy yeah. must really like Michigan State, but yeah, he must. But be a they're going to be they're going to make a big oh, job. I, I, know, I know, I know, he knows that they're going to bring literally everybody back. He understands that, whatever. And as a player, I mean, I'm sure Izzo talked to him about whatever he had to and his family and everything else. As a player, it's the right decision. Like as an actual basketball player, ignoring the money and everything else. Yeah, like. For he sure. he needs more development. He's not mm-hmm. consistent, like on defense and offense, both both sides. He's not consistent yet. He's not. Yeah. He, he has actually, freakish talent that needs more. What I want to talk you about. Funny story. Deontay Davis is actually from the same hometown as I am. He's from Muskegon, and we. Uh, I know a lot of people get into it, you know, and they were getting into it last year before if if he was going to go into the draft or not. Yeah. And uh, I was actually always one of those guys who wanted him to go into the draft because. Uh, Honestly, I I've actually like met him in person. We actually like it was it was on the court. We we played him and it was bad, but it was bad. Wait, he's a little taller than you. No, he was. Oh, good. he's yeah, he's a little taller than me. But uh, I used to watch him play too. I yeah, watched him but dunk a couple like times, so. this guy was now cut out for college. Okay, I'm just gonna put it that way. I'm sure you know what it means. Yeah, but he. He's a good basketball player, and that's about it. He had to go and yeah, get his and, money, you know. Yeah, like, make what he could get. Yeah, I, I'm sorry to say it, but like, he, he just wasn't the kind of guy who you'd see going to college. I heard like he, his personality, anyways. Like mm-hmm. he was a really like mellow guy. So like, I heard yeah. that he didn't like like the social setting in college. That's stuff that yeah. I've like heard through the vine and everything else. So like, about Davis. Yeah. Oh yeah. So maybe mm-hmm. like he didn't like that aspect. Yeah. But I mean, nevertheless, man. I mean, it's not like he couldn't take taken whatever True. Kind of classes and just got I mean what do you think yeah, Bridges there, gonna there's workarounds yeah. Bridges is about to go out to the farms and like <laughs> earn his degree in uh, like the agricultural, agricultural science and yeah, whatever out yeah, there yeah, exactly. at that school but <laughs> seriously like that that's like that's I think he could have came back and did something like that right. but I cause like I mean he, but he was projected high so it's it's, it's like what Wilson and uh, Wagner are looking yeah. at right now and this is why I think overall I think I, I'm more tilting towards Bridges made the smart decision because and maybe not even for him because he's probably gonna be a lottery pick. But like, these guys are gonna give you some good notes back if you do good. But that doesn't mean these teams are necessarily gonna pick you because they might not have the need for that right now. And like as you said, this draft is pretty stacked. There's a lot of good people going into this draft. Like, I just don't think, especially for Wilson and Wagner right now, neither one of them is the right time to go. They stay no. this year and they do good at at Michigan. They're gonna be top. Yeah. They're gonna, they're well, gonna they both still have. They both better. still have big flaws in their game. So oh, like, yeah, if you're not like a perfect player, if you if you have big holes in your game, you have no business going. Exactly. And they both didn't really come on until the end of the season, specifically Wilson. Yeah. Which I've heard he's the more likely of the two to go. He is. He's a, he's a yeah. higher like rank on right. I heard now. a rumor recently too from a guy. I don't know how true it is that apparently he got into it with John Beeline a lot this year. Wilson did. Really. So that, apparently, I don't know how true that is, but hmm. you never know. That yeah. could play a factor. Yeah, that too. that could play a big factor if you don't agree with your coach. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll try to be getting out of there as quick as I can. Exactly. Yeah. Chance, you might yeah. try to bank off the fact that he ended the season so well. Yeah, I get it. Back it next it's year. money, but, I, but those two next year together, you can always benefit from a year from oh, another yeah. year to bulk up, get phys- physically more yeah. ready. Mm-hmm. Ta- there's nothing wrong with entering the draft and not signing an agent, and talking to those scouts and see what you need to move <clears> on. Yeah. Then coming back, go improving on those things, and then come back, come back next year in a weaker draft, a better player. Make more money. Mm-hmm. I just think I think period coming back is just a more smart decision for either one of them. Unless yeah. you're already super Michigan old. fan, unless aside, you're already like a junior, just, maybe come back for senior year because then by that time you're like 21 and yeah, NBA likes younger guys. But if you're still like a freshman or sophomore, I still think you can always benefit from another year. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's 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 the way. I mean, for all three of them, I think it's like the same thing. Talking Bridges, Wilson, and Wagner. Yeah. I think all three of them have things in their game they need to improve. So they all need to come back. Yeah. I just think Bridges is like the more like. 
he knows where, what money he could have made and would have been guaranteed. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. go, going for him wouldn't have been stupid. Yeah, if these right. two go, it's stupid. Because Bridges was rated higher by almost everyone yeah. I've ever seen. Like, I, did, yeah, I, I, I didn't sure. see one person putting, you know, Mo Wagner. Yeah, well, I'm, not, I'm not even did. trying to say yeah, that no they're one. better than him. But, like, just... for in his situation, like, he's got such a good team coming back. And, and in, in um, Wagner and Wilson's situation, like, they could be the best, like, two big guys in all of college basketball next year, especially I mean, if they bulk yeah, up. At their size. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with going and, well, not declaring, but say you're testing the waters in the NBA just to, exactly what you were saying, just to yeah. figure out what it you need to work on. Yeah, all. it doesn't hurt. It's not It's not anything against Michigan. These guys no. are just trying to look out for themselves. No, yeah, you for know? sure. I mean, that's they, they didn't yeah. hire an agent or anything right, like that. Right. So it's like, you know. There's, there's no shame in doing what they doing, did. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. With the way that the NCAA allows the rules to be now where you can go right. do that and come back, it's like the There was thing. like 40 guys last year who declared and came back. So it happens with like more than half the players. There's yeah. tons of guys that will declare and come back. Like it's not a big deal. Real, real quick, real quick topic here. Little little switch. Marcus oh, Keene. What Marcus what is Keen. what does he do in that like you just said? How he's, many, not, how, he's not getting drafted. Like, yeah, he's not gonna. And he's all not, the, and you're talking about all these people that just came back into yeah. the same thing. Like but he's he not gonna to get it's different for him though, because he just great he's about to graduate too, so it'd be his yeah. fifth year. So okay. yeah, he's gotta have his college degree anyway, and he'll just go play overseas. Yeah, money. I'm sure yeah, I'm true. sure he's already set on that. But like in his situation, what does he have to come back to? Yeah, the team's going to be garbage. Team's gonna, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. The but only reason he came here, his well. best buddy is going to be oh, gone. Oh, God, yeah. we're about to the get, we're about to get yeah. read out for saying that Central Michigan no. basketball isn't going to be okay. top notch. Somebody tell me that they're going to be <laughs> good, <laughs> like real good. Without him, that team doesn't have one good player. No, yeah, they're going to be absolute garbage. They're going to need people to step up. Let's just put it that way. I'm not going to trash him. Yeah, there's no way in hell I'm coming back. They have talent on the team, but I think it's more like, you know, like not not well, star players, not players well, that can what more does he have to prove anyway? He just led the country in scoring. How do yeah. you? Yeah, there's I, no way you can outdo that. I'm not saying he has more Mac. to prove. I'm just mm-hmm. yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. And you already have your degree, so like why come back? Yeah, for he has year? his degree, and he has probably the it. best season he could have ever had. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'll make your money, yeah. especially since your buddy's not here. You're not even gonna have fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot literally of his too. best friend. They're together in 24 yeah. seven. I've so never seen them not together. Exactly. So that's why he's gone. Yeah. That's why you yeah. knew he'd be gone. Every time we're sitting there yeah. interviewing one of them, the other guy's standing right next to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. That's how yeah. It works. But going back to Michigan, I actually did a column you guys saw this week for uh, yeah. Amazing Brew. Yeah, congrats. And it got which got picked up by the Free Press, which that's, is pretty cool pretty awesome. about why Wilson and Viders should come back. And I said all the things we just talked about. They need to add weight. They both could use a lot of work on defense to match up against Biggs in the NBA. Wagner has to get down the foul trouble. He needs to get his head mentally. He needs to prepare, prepare more for the game. Mm-hmm. He's getting foul trouble every game, doing trying to do too much. They both um, and DJ Wilson really doesn't have much experience outside of this year, so he could benefit from more experience. Get um, and both of them um, both being the top score, being the top scoring options on Michigan too mm-hmm. will help them a lot with yeah. ball handling, getting their shots down. Just They're going to get the ball so much. When you go to the NBA, if you, if you want like the best player on your team in college, you're not going to be anything in yeah. the NBA. Hey, you got to be hey, able about, to score the rock no matter what. Booker, though? Like, yeah, but that's different. That, that, you're in Kentucky yeah. with a ton yeah, of Yeah, they, they just yeah. switch them around Mich- so often at, that nobody thought that he was the best. They don't have when that you go to, When you come back to schools like Michigan, you get put under a bigger like spotlight. It's yeah. like Booker yeah. just got, I mean, like with the way that Coach Cal ran it that year, it was just different. Yeah. Like, like yeah, everybody was in and out like every couple of minutes. He had like minutes, 10 like, guys that he could have played. Mm-hmm. Like, in, He could have started his bench and he could have beat most teams in the country. That's the way Kentucky was that I saw something on Twitter. I don't know if it's true or not, but it said it was from some writer. I'm not. I'm not exactly sure, but it said uh, Coach K just showed him a message that Devin Booker texted after Malik Monk like went off one night. He said, "What if you let me shoot 
uh, oh, that match or something. Let me shoot like yeah, that. and it was like shortly after he scored so seventy. True. So yeah. true. <laughs> but <laughs> like, it would have been nuts. But <laughs> I said, I said, I actually uh, wrote a column too. The same kind of thing. It was like off of this whole thing with the Wilson and Wagner thing in the Big House report. Um, it was about like how this is going to be like the future. It doesn't. It's not going to change. Like people are acting like this is such a surprise. These two are going. Just go back in the past. Look at Burke. Mm-hmm. He had a big season. Went through the tournament. Got deep. Left. Same thing with Hardaway, left. They, all, all the undergrads that Michigan has had leave, it all comes through the runs that Beeline gets in the tournament. Like, when he, yeah. when he goes in these deep oh, yeah. runs, they just boost themselves off of that, and that's, like, why this all happens. Yeah, exactly. that's why they leave. It's, exactly. it's, yeah. it's today's college Stauskas, basketball. Mm-hmm. Stauskas, Robinson the third. Exactly. Those two all came, back, came back. They, they were the undershadow to Hardaway and Burke that season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Came back, went to the Elite Eight, lost to Kentucky in, like, and the they, final And seconds. then they both left. Yeah, yeah. they left. Gone. Mm-hmm. See so, yeah, Now, look what happened this year. This team made an unexpected run, won the Big Ten tournament, goes to Sweet 16. Look what these two are about to do. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. It's like, not saying that they're going to for sure go, but... Michigan, right. the at the end idea. of the day, needs them to come back if they want to do anything next year. Oh, yeah. You lose Wagner and Wilson on top it's of Hardy, Irvin, and Walton, you're going to have a bad year. It, you won't over. even make the yeah. tournament yeah. next year. No, yeah. You bring those guys back. <laughs> you bring those guys back. You're one of the favorites in the Big Ten Championship, yeah. right behind Michigan State, so, obviously. Yeah. yeah. But it's a completely different ball game. You bring those guys back. They oh yeah, can, for sure. They those guys will be. They I would be monsters if they all. came back next year and took the next step. Which Beeline develops his guys like crazy each year. Oh yeah. They come exactly. back next year. They could be the best front court in the entire country. It's, that's, yeah. that's not an exaggeration. By far the most versatile. By any mean. With oh, the way yeah. they can both shoot. With and the way they can shoot, dribble. Yeah, for sure. No team yeah. has a duel like that. So it's scary if they come back. Mm-hmm. And both of them aren't ready. And why would you even want to leave if you're not ready, especially in one of the best drafts ever? Yep. I don't come know. back next it, year. It doesn't make sense to me. If they come back all. All three of them, including Bridges, could all be lottery picks next year. Bridges oh, is for yeah. sure if he's healthy. Those two could play themselves. <laughs> Bridges into that. might be the number Bridges one might, overall. Yeah, it'll be top five. It'll probably be top five. But those yeah, guys could seriously no, be lottery yeah. picks next year. Yeah. So those why not, guys could why not, be lottery picks next year. Bridges, so, I'm pretty sure Bridges. is He already is, but I'm saying five, all three yeah. of them could be oh, like yeah. that's why I'm saying. Right. Come back. You're gonna make take an extra year in school, compete for a title, have another good run, and then go make even more money than you would this year. If you're patient, it'll pay off for you in the end. Yeah, for sure. I totally agree. 100%. All right. It's got to be interesting. This, they, they have till May 24th to withdraw their names. That's the deadline. Yeah. May 24th. I guarantee Wagner, I'm making a prediction right now. Wagner will for sure. Wilson, gosh, it seems 50-50 right now. But I'm going to say he will see the light and come back and think, you know what, I'm smart. Light. What do you guys think? Predictions really quick on Wagner. I think it's Wilson. the same way. I think Wilson's a little bit more like on the edge. I don't think I don't think Mo Wagner's leaving. But uh, yeah. I think I, I think, think Wilson would be, be so stupid. Yeah, really yeah. Bad. You see how he played against Oregon on Athletic yeah. Dagon? Right, like, right. You gotta be able. To, you gotta be able He's to got, do more. He needs another year. He needs another year. Yeah, they both does. do. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, Wilson right. Wilson just has like the more like NBA built wingspan like bodies. That, yeah, that's Wilson's, yeah, I think Wilson's that athletic. He could like sure. he could develop in the NBA even if he did go this year. I'm mm-hmm. just saying like as far as like if you want guaranteed money and everything else, like if something happened to you down the road where you got injured or something like that. Come back for another year, play yeah. in college one more time. I, I just think yeah. it'd be smarter overall. Only way Wilson is going to do worst anything. Worst comes to worst, they get hurt. They have another season. Yeah, They're yeah. still that young. Like, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah, exactly. It's the the, the exactly. risk and reward for these two to come back. But none of them have ever been hurt. Like, the entire team no, is no, this year. I, so no, you got to really, bank on that. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, like, right. they still would have senior seasons they could use. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it, it'd be stupid to not come back. So they both coming back then? Both I, coming back. They should. I think yeah. I think yes. I think okay. yes. I let's, think they both realize so. that they should do that. <laughs> it's gonna be 
If both of them come back, it's gonna make a it's gonna be a fun season. difference for next a fun year. Season this day. If they both come back, Michigan versus Michigan St. Hoops next year. Woo! Are you Man, kidding? You're talking, you're talking back to like the Trey Burke, the Trey Burke versus like yeah. Keith Appley and all of If Michigan days. didn't like, those do were fun, those if, were some yeah. battles. If Michigan didn't do what they did in the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament, this state would have had nothing good come out of it in basketball this year. Yeah. So like, you wouldn't be talking about them going to the yeah, NBA. Exactly. They did so well. It's like, oh gosh, now you're scared. Yeah. The step up that it's gonna be from. In the state for basketball from this year to last, I mean, there's probably it's going to be significant. There's probably more coverage yeah. about us just having a guy that led the country right. in scoring <laughs> that you heard about those guys during the regular honestly, season. Like, honestly, yeah. exactly. So I mean, for real, that's next what the year, state needs to. That'd be exciting because college football, you're not going to have the same matchups for so no, quite some no, time. It, the state completely next year's not going to be as good of a year for either team. Um, no. yeah, Michigan State's a different category, but yeah. Yeah. Michigan, yeah. I don't think is going to be that good next year in football either. So. It, uh, we'll see. We'll get, we'll get to that later on. Yeah, they'll, we'll, be, we'll, they'll be we'll in the middle. That right. They'll be in the middle. They're going to be an 8-4 <laughs> team. That, that's my okay, okay. All right, so we're all hoping that uh, we'll find out by May 24th. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. go for next yeah. year. All right, guys, wrapping up. Instead of stud and dud this week, we decided we're going to talk about um, our favorite memories from Joe Louis Arena and the Palace. Obviously, the Pistons and Rebbings both ended their seasons. Both It was the first time um, since 1983 both of them missed the playoffs in the same year. Man. And, of course, it's the final time they're both playing in their respective <laughs> stadiums. It's like, great, yeah. perfect timing, guys. Way to go out with a bang. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, so I, I'm not even going to ask you guys. We're going to talk about what you thought at the end of their seasons. It was such garbage. We're not going to talk about that. Yeah. I just want from each of you, from each place, either your favorite or least favorite memory. Andy, start with you. If I had to go with the Joe, um, there, there's a couple. I mean, there, there's, like, different things I've had there because I've been there for so many different events. Um, I would have to say if I just break it on the top three, just real quick. <laughs> I'm not going to go, top like, through three. them all. I'm just going to say <laughs> they were. Red Wings, Blackhawks, that's easily up there for me forever because that was one of the, like, you know, original six rivalries, probably one of the best, most heated rivalry games I've ever mm-hmm. been to. It was a good game. I went with a lot of my friends. It was a lot of fun. Uh Second on that list would probably be Drake when I went there last summer because watching him when Eminem came out was probably one of the most like it was like the best rapper of our generation yeah. and then the yes. the like the the goat from like forever so that, that was really <laughs> cool to see on the same stage and then probably my favorite memory was going there with my dad and my sister for like the first time they've never like been to a Red Wings game before so going with them for the first time and like being able to experience it was a shootout win so right that was pretty awesome so that's that's my fair memory out of there nice um the palace uh i'd say probably my favorite memory i ever like saw there or watched there was on tv the malice the palace i mean who can't oh, forget that yeah i remember being at a hotel when it was going on and i ran downstairs with my dad and i said the pistons are fighting the pacers on the tv and he was like are you watching the right channel like he, <laughs> yeah. he like was questioning what i was watching yeah. so that that was probably like my favorite thing for that and then my favorite game there was actually this year when i went i went with a couple of my friends for the first time and like they've never been there for it was a cool experience for them so that's probably my favorite thing there huh like what game? Um, it was against. I can't think. Yeah, of remember? Team they it's all right. Yeah. Uh, it's my, gonna kill me. Yeah, but. my my favorite memory from the palace was it was it was my first Pistons game at the palace. I went with my sister because she she had bought tickets because well she goes to Michigan State she had bought tickets because um I don't remember who it was I think it was anyway some guy that that she liked from Michigan State was on the Knicks but they ended up dropping them like halfway through the season so they had. My sister had two tickets to this this game, and she asked me to go, and I said, "All right." And um, my favorite memory, distinctly, it was uh, Andre Drummond had the ball on offense against Porzingis. He gave him that little that little shoulder shimmy, and then he just spun on Porzingis like bad, and then dunked it right over the <laughs> whoever was coming. I just went nuts, but they were like good seats and everything. Yeah, it was that was it was it was probably the most like 
lit thing I've ever seen in a basketball game, other than Marcus Keene, of course. Yeah. Scoring 50. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, well, yeah. Uh, and then the yeah. Western games. And then my worst memory from the Joe is definitely I'm not going to miss those urinals. Those urinals. Oh, those oh big, my yeah, gosh. Those, like, those bowls of, ugh. They're terrible. I Everybody <laughs> knows if they've been there, but, yeah. It, yeah. They're just the, terrible. The Joe was always a dump, but it was kind of our dump. It was our it dump. Was. That's hate, why it, it's You special. can drive past it. It's ugly. Those tunnels that lead into it. It's just, like, not, weird. Not that I'm necessarily right. the biggest fan of Justin Applicator, but did you guys read his uh, Players' Tribune? That he did to it. Uh, I saw it, but I no, it's, I didn't read it's it. pretty, it's good. pretty good. It was kind of like the you know it was the whole Detroit boy story since he's like from here and everything like yeah, that. Like yeah. a story like that. Yeah. It was all it's about how you don't know anything about it until you actually go inside. Like yeah, that, that's right. what the Joe was about. It was mm-hmm. the history, the banners that hung from yeah, that ceiling yeah. is what that place exactly. was about. Literally, so, so much history has made that. Oh even gosh. the Palace too. Like the Red Wings won at the Joe in 2002. They won the championship. 04 Pistons won at the Palace against the Lakers. Yep. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest upsets till this day. Oh yeah, that was great. Just the championship days. I remember all. It was like two. 2000 to like 2008 pretty much or 2007 both teams were like lights out in the playoffs every year you expected both of them to be in the finals every year oh, that's yeah. just crazy that the way oh, they yeah, ended it sure. now remember because the Lions and Tigers both sucked in like the early 2000s <laughs> yeah, all that. Yeah, but the Rebbings and Pistons were both Elite, yeah, like, truly exactly. elite. Like they're yeah, both they were good. Yeah, guys, you had Eiserman, the boys, and the Red Wings. You had Chauncey Billups, Ben Wallace, and the Pistons. Those were the, those those were the, the days. days. Yeah, like that's when it was, oh, that was. Ben that, Wallace was just nasty. That was both those teams fun. were just so oh, fun to watch, and they gosh. both got, were in the playoffs the same time every year. Oh so yeah, that was, was just the, that was the best time uh, to be a Detroit fan. You'll, you'll never forget those teams. Missing a lot. Hopefully one day, maybe we can get that again. One day. What's great about Little Caesars is that now it's right across from Ford Field in America, literally right there. Across Woodward. I can't wait to go down downtown this summer. Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. It's yeah. gonna I mean, be you already went there. I so was just there, and they're, it's getting really far. Yeah, and literally, it's... it is right there across the street. Like that's what's so cool. You're, mm-hmm. It's gonna be the only city in America with four sports teams in the same city. That's, that's insane. Nuts. That's, that's what's nuts. And that stadium that's is probably gonna be like one of the top in the country oh, too well, because of how gorgeous. nice it's gonna be. It's gonna be yeah. gorgeous. It's gonna bring it's gonna bring yeah. a lot to Detroit. So it's all around a good thing. It's exciting. We're gonna right. miss the old arenas, especially Joe Lewis, but we'll never forget the history. From oh yeah, yeah, we'll always remember. I think it's good that the Pistons are moving to the city anyway. Now no one goes to Auburn Hills. Yeah, what is Auburn, Auburn, Hills. Auburn Hills? Yeah, like come on, what? Yeah. yeah, it's always just been that city right next to Rochester. Why aren't they doing a farewell to the palace? Well, because it wasn't even in Detroit. That's why. Yeah. Like, God, yeah, no one yeah. cares. Yeah. Like, exactly, exactly. I'm excited for both teams to be down there in the same arena. Yeah, exciting times ahead for Detroit. Fun. Hopefully, on the ice and on the hardwood, they can at least start producing again once again, and we'll get some, make some more memories. We'll see. All right, guys, that's all we got for this week. Great show again. Great show to Alex, our producer, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Check Ink. We all know that annoying sign. Don't break the bank buying ink. Save more on your printer today, because at O-Ink, we cut the fat off of ink prices.